Welcome to Western Kabuki. I will be your Gilligan for this evening. Uh, this is Wack Nicholson. We are here with the full submarine crew to talk about <laughs> what the bottom of the ocean is like and uh, how angering Poseidon may uh, incur one's death. Uh, I'm, of course, joined by Juniper. How are you, June? I'm great. I'm holding the Logitech controller and navigating. I'm, I'm pushing up, but it's we found out just a little bit ago. It's inverse controls, so we're even deeper than the big Titanic. Problem. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, big problem. <laughs> Not looking good for we us. We tunneled underneath the Titanic's ocean floor, but I think we can still turn this thing around. Caleb, how's it looking out the porthole? I am broadcasting live from inside a Davy Jones locker where I was just <laughs> stuffed by an orca. <laughs> And we've got Alex as well. Alex, how are you? Sometimes you're muted. How are you doing? Not muted tonight. Um, I'm um, I'm thinking about all the ways that my life has gone wrong and led me to this point. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the 19-year-old billionaire son. That must be. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Just along for the ride. Just, you ended up here. It's kind of fucked. No one really wants you down there. But, well, you're here, I guess. And we brought our very own French grave robber. Um, you know her from Twitter uh, at Halo Mancer, Jenny Tightpants. Jenny, how are you? Good. It, it's actually uh, Halo Mancer one because Halo Mancer was taken. Uh, <laughs> we got to figure that out. Yeah, I gotta like, I gotta like harass the guy into giving me the the ad. You'll win the war someday. <laughs> yeah, you, you'll, one, day, one day you'll the, get the eye, uh, the eye for Juniper. <laughs> and I'll get the the whack without the silent age. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all have beefs. We all have yeah. beefs. To win. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as uh, the title suggests, and as our horrible uh, tweets recently have suggested, there is some drama in the Nazi furry community, and so we are going to do a little survey of Nazi furries um, today. Um, but before that, we do want to just sort of talk in general about um, the billionaires trapped at the ocean's floor. Um, <laughs> we begged we Whack. Not? We begged Whack to let us talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we were like, this with this Nazi fur is going to take a, like, this is going to be like a pretty extensive episode, but how could we not fucking talk about the submarine? How could I we wanted not? to start cold open this episode by just chanting submarine. <laughs> <laughs> I think, so for me right now, I, we've, we've gone through like what, they're on the last 24 hours of oxygen down there. As I far think as less than that. Less than I, I at this less. point. I, they, they yeah, was like a, my time, they're done. Someone sent me a picture of like a, a, a news broadcast from like CNN or something. And there was like a, a live countdown of like how much oxygen they would supposed <laughs> to be. <have. laughs> Come on. That's so grim. <laughs> this also assumes that one of them hasn't gone insane and killed all the others. Cause I'm thinking like, if I'm down there and the fucking guy that doomed me is the pilot, I'm killing him first and probably <laughs> the other guys. Then I have like at least a week of oxygen, you know? Okay, my, my completely baseless theory for what happened is that the CEO dude was just doing a ton of coke the whole time. That's why he put <laughs> that's why he built a bathroom on the submarine because coke heads think of the bathroom as the coke room. <laughs> He's just sneaking key bumps in there. And uh, and that's why he had enough confidence to go down. Is she sharing with the crew? Absolutely not sharing. Uh, and that's that's also why he only had like they were gonna be down there for 12 hours and they were instructed to only bring a sandwich and a water bottle. And like that, that's cokehead shit. Like to think that you only need one sandwich for 12 hours. Wait, is that actually, I've, I've been curious I, this whole time. Is that the only food they brought? Th that's what I saw. 
but it was only like one line in an article. So it's like it uh there was like a bunch of different report like I saw like like from three to five people being reported at different times throughout this. So who knows? But yeah. if if what I read was accurate about the sandwich thing, that's that's cokehead energy. I think <laughs> I think he was a cokehead. <laughs> I wanna say for whatever for whatever jokes you've seen or points you've seen made on Twitter, no leftist celebrating the trapped submarine will is nearly as ghoulish as CNN putting up a fucking like ball drop clock to the <laughs> Yeah. Hold, hold on, let me sure. check to see if it I don't was it CNN? I wanna check. There was uh, one I think I saw BBC. I saw a couple. Oh, it might have been BBC, yeah. Do you guys want to hang out on Discord voice chat and be like, five, four, <laughs> three? <laughs> well, I, here's the thing. I think that they're already dead, so I don't think that countdown clock really matters. I, I'm on team the sub imploded instantly when they lost contact. Well, I believe the cokehead theory. I mean, cokehead theory is a strong theory, but they keep <laughs> yeah. calling it a they keep calling it a missing sub, but it's like we know what happened, right? <laughs> We're not going to find five guys in a submarine alive. Well, Nobody the, thinks that. Well, it can still be missing if they're dead, right? Yeah. yeah well, that's, that's true. true. That's true. Well, I heard that they have, uh, and I don't know if this is like real. So there's a couple theories that I have here. There, I read an article earlier today that there's like a, um, a sound that they're hearing every 30 minutes. And they think because it's happening roughly every 30 minutes oh, yeah. that it's a pattern. So they might know where it is. I think the ocean just makes noise. Yeah, also that. Uh, but because of the, the 30 minutes, they're like, well, you know, that, that's yeah. probably them. So one of two things happen. Either they're down there and it's just like, well, you know, we can't get them because there's only how many uh, crafts in the okay, world. Even if they are of... still alive, they, they, might, they might still die. Yeah, they're fucked. <laughs> there's no way to get them. But I like to think, because I am now a proponent of the cokehead theory, um, one of the things <laughs> I read in the article was that the um, – the, there was an employee that raised some safety issues that got fired by the Oh, CEO. yeah, I saw yeah, that. You saw that. One of the things that they raised a question over was the the, the fact that the um, the window, the whatever viewport, wasn't rated to go down that far. Um, and I just love the idea of the Cokehead CEO being like, no, I, tr I trust that window. That window is a solid window. <laughs> <laughs> It just like explodes, like explodes immediately. Already, explodes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Immediately explodes and immediately vaporizes them from the pressure. I mean, there's like no, there's no shot they're alive. And so their fucking asshole got sucked out the viewport like that Chuck Palahniuk book yeah. with a kid who sits on. And yeah, and we love and we love Blink One Eighty Two, son. Uh, oh oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yes. That's I, almost the more entertaining part of this whole thing right now is the the sun. Did you all see that he used the N-word about a couple of Yeah, he's, just he's defending that, like, his own usage of the N-word. Wait, wait, wait. He said the N-word. <laughs> this is new to me. The Blink-182 yeah. son is now saying the N-word on <laughs> yeah. Twitter. He currently, said he said it twice now. Like, he just said it, like, like 10 minutes ago. No, soft like, day. are we hard R? No, soft A. He says he can say it with a soft A because he's down like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took a screenshot no. of this because I didn't want him to, I didn't want him to be able to delete it. This to me is truly the most notable part of this story. Yeah, he said he, so he says quit yeah. tripping in my hood. I can say that word without the er. Uh, of course, I am down like that on the <laughs> oh, yeah. set. The, oh, I, I no fucking you know, way. In like 2007, John Mayer did an interview with Playboy magazine, and they asked him why he was so down with the hood um, in Playboy. And he said that uh, if you really have a hood pass, 
you should call it the N-word pass. And he says the N-word to the journalist who prints it in the magazine. And he uh, he said, you should call it the N-word pass because that's the real way you know if you have the pass, if you can get away with saying the N-word. And I think John Mayer was really, really, he got canceled at the time for it. But when I heard him say that, I was like, He's a hundred percent correct, and now we are learning he doesn't have the pass because everybody's mad at him. <laughs> Everyone's mad, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too far down this road, but that is also the same the same interview where John Mayer said that he only sleeps with white women because his dick is a white supremacist. So no fucking way, dog. He's a champion. No, uh, uh, critical support to John Mayer. I love him. I went to see the Dead last week. It rocked. Um, oh, I might no. go see him solo in August. You can't stop me from loving. John Mayer. <laughs> so much for cancel culture, right? <laughs> <laughs> one, um, last, uh, one last yeah, like dystopian thing. I don't know if you guys up. saw this part of it, um, but there as of like, maybe it's been going on this whole time, but I saw it just as of like an hour ago. There are betting websites betting on whether or not this oh someone is going to like the people are going to be found or not. There's like there's literally like imagine being underwater <laughs> And just people are betting on you dying. That's like really <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't know. You should like get a this... cut of it if you live. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the, the cut of the nose. Like if the nose get it, like, oh, they're not going to die. You should absolutely, even though they're if, billionaires. If they, they live, I have it. to. If they live, I have to delete my tweets about the the crackhead theory because um, because then I can get sued for defamation. <laughs> you can't defame the dead. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that. I think that there's a lot of people uh, on Twitter right now who are really having a field day feeling superior and being like, <laughs> I wouldn't ever want anybody to die. Um, Fuck you. That makes you worse. I don't, I don't even particularly like want or don't want anyone in, involved to die. I just think it's funny that like this thing existed in the first place and that people decided to pay to get into it. That's that's my yes. take. That's my take. Like, yes. I'm not going to be like cheering. Like, I, I don't think it's like like it's not objectively like a great Thing. It's sad to think about people dying in a submarine, but like then I learned how the submarine is like cobbled together. It's like a fucking Ed Ed and Eddie scam. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. so absurd. It's so it fucking is. absurd. How could you not laugh at it? It's so and absurd. Especially when there's like there's... 14 interviews where he's like, I don't believe in safety. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and he's going to the fucking Titanic. And he's like, we don't need safety equipment on our underwater <laughs> journey to the it's... Titanic. And Bro, he how made... did the Titanic it's get too there? on the nose. He named it after the, after the Titanic, which is, that's... The, like, the only Titan. worse situation would be if he named it like the SS Icarus or something. The, no, what? That's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's the Icarus of the sea, dude. <laughs> the ship named Icarus in the Matrix sequels fucking catches on fire. <laughs> it's just like, how, come on. You, you, you're not chuckling. This isn't making like some people I, that are. I went uh, into yeah, the pit of on. no return and didn't return. How could this have happened to me? <laughs> and, and like. There's the waivers and there's the 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 guys the, who the guys are. They're fucking billionaires and grave robbers. It's like, oh, can we not have a little fun here? This isn't like a, this isn't like the Malaysian flight, you know? This yeah. Is, uh, uh, Wack, can you can you school me on that? I don't actually know. Besides the CEO, there's like some sort of finance guy in there or some bullshit. Who's in there? So, so the crew are a. Frenchman who has been to the Titanic more than anybody else on the earth. He bye has bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I see what we're doing. <laughs> I won't do that again. 
Sure, you won't. Uh, the the Frenchman uh, has like stolen stuff from the Titanic and surfaced to sell it. Um, <laughs> Apparently, a lot of people have done that. Yeah, it's pretty nasty, though, in my opinion. To do <laughs> no, that. I, I I agree. I'm just I like I was like looking at it. I'm like, why is this a, a thing that people are do- apparently doing? Like, I only learned that was a thing like yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's that guy. There is the CEO of the company who keeps on saying how safety is overrated. Um. Then there <laughs> is um. So that's two of them. Uh, the one of the other ones. No, that's there's three. like a you Pakistani. The, there's yeah, like one so of the, the most rich. The Pakistani CEO of this this major company that started during the military dictatorship in Pakistan in like the 50s. They have like generational upon generational wealth um, in this 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 family. They're the wealthiest family in Pakistan. They own a major investment bank and a major like chemical company that has contracts with the military. Uh, and he is the CEO, and he brought his 19-year-old son. Um, so the son is like the focus for a lot of people because he's 19, and they're like, "Well, he didn't deserve it." But he's like, it's also like, you know, he's also a billionaire. You know, it's like not to say that that he deserved to die as much as probably his like, you know, investment banker chemical company father but you know it's like there's well, here's there's the a thing. Here's, here's the thing level of be... responsibility you take on when you sign a waiver that says don't sue me if i die <laughs> and also the thing is like he's probably going to inherit the company of the guy who's dying so like if you're fine with the dad dying what's the problem with the kid dying like, so you're saying you wouldn't kill baby hitler is what you're saying <laughs> well that's the thing is a lot of people are like this is genocidal language that like oh the nazi used about like again i'm not even like cheering or not cheering for anyone to die i just think that the situation is funny well, that's the thing yes, it's like, yeah. this isn't like a like a nits make lice situation where you have to kill the children this is an accident that none of us have any control over and we like i don't think we need to like really say anything other than than this is pretty funny it's not really a moral discussion it's just a funny thing that happened I agree yes exactly <laughs> yeah it's just a thing that's happening that we're all witnessing, and we we get the the CEO's stepson to watch. Do I have also. the better moral high ground if I like don't laugh at it because I'm not <laughs> going to do that? It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, what a time! And it is funny that we now have an update on the guillotine memes that, and the uh, and and that kind of stuff because that stuff is getting <laughs> stale. Now we can just tell them to get in the submarine. Yeah, the, the, the new contraption is the submarine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> one of the many one of the many contraptions. This is the year of like contraptions. Yeah, gizmos are coming back. The dude in Japan with the Shinzo Abe gun. Uh, the submarine. <laughs> we need we need more contraptions. We that, need uh... to undo the power structure with doohickeys, uh, doohickey <laughs> supremacy. That's why Tunes of the Kingdom was so successful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's something going on uh, with our friends the furries. Uh, before this week, Caleb, I'll ask you first because I know what you've done to your mind. Uh, before this week, what what was your general vibe from the furry community as a whole? Oh boy, you're gonna get me in trouble. Um, <clears throat> I don't like whatever. Like you're, I do feel some some 
shame because when I was a kid, I used to, you know, like I'm, I grew up on the something awful forums and stuff and making fun of furries was just like the funny thing to do online. And later as I kind of grew up, I was like, well, you know, these people largely weren't hurting anybody. Uh, maybe that was the wrong thing to do. But as I've gotten a little older, I'm like, well, maybe I was actually right when I was fucking 17. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Like if you're, you're, um, your kinks, all the stuff, your community, as long as you don't hurt anybody, that's great. And it's none of my business. But now after having spent a week in the heart of darkness, I hate them. <laughs> no, you can't say that. You okay. can't say that. Okay. Okay. I don't. Yeah. Well, this is the thing that Caleb and I split up the research and I did the nice stuff and Caleb did the bad stuff. You have to understand oh, so. what I've been doing. I've spent, <laughs> I've spent um, I, I, I actually did like a timesheet as if I was working and I spent about seven and a half hours just watching YouTube videos of Nazi furries and also listening to like podcasts about Nazi furries. And then the like unending tweets and reading and wiki fur research and all this <laughs> other bullshit. It's probably about 12 or 13 hours of like actual research into like the worst people in the world. And I, you know, again, normal furries, I'm not talking about normal furries. I guess I should have made that clear from the beginning. Um, this is a completely different thing. If you're just like, if you think that the art is cool and you do your thing, or you go to the conventions, I'm not talking about you. Like you're fine. I'm talking about like, man, I, I'll get to what I'm talking about later. I'm talking about something else. <laughs> June, what has been your, what has been your, your sort of personal line on furries? So I kind of the same early development as like Caleb, where it was like early internet, it was kind of like the thing where you would make fun of them. I, I never grew up specifically on something awful um, forums, but kind, kind of similar-ish communities. And, it, you know, uh, as I got older again, I, I didn't, I, you know, I was like, you know, they're not hurting anyone. Kind of same as Caleb. And now at this point, I mean, being in the trans community, especially there's, there's a lot of furries. I have personal friends of mine in real life that are furries. Some of my closest friends are furries. So like I personally, I think it's fine. They're fine. I, I'm, I wouldn't say I am one. But, you know, I just know I, I know enough people to where it's like, it's fine. It's normal. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to say, sorry, really. I, I, I don't, I just wanted to make it clear. I did not mean those people when I was going on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. We're going to be nice. No, we're you're going to start off by being nice. This is why we're no, doing no, no. this. I, I can I can just truly understand that you've your mind has been warped by what you've seen. You this is like PTSD for you. You've you went to the Vietnam, you saw the bombs drop. This is this is serious for you. <laughs> What about you, Jenny? Oh, well, I always feel like if you have to start a sentence with, I'm not a furry, but then you're already fucked up. But uh, no, I've, my take is pretty much the same with, with as Juniper's. Uh, like I got, I, I know people who are furries. The fact that they're furries doesn't really like come up. So I don't really think about, about them that often. They're fine. Uh, I do know about like the sub community of like Nazi furs. I don't like pay attention to it, but it, if you're online long enough, it'll come up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I just, I don't really have anything to say about Nazi furries other than like, cause <laughs> like, it's just like, I don't know. It's the, it's like the obvious stuff that one would say about. They're Nazi bad. Furries. Crazy. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any particularly interesting take on it. That would differ from most people's take. Well, we're Nazi probably going to, we're going to get into it. We're going <laughs> to, yeah. we're going to see the, the depravity. So okay. the lows. For me, uh, my background with furries is, yeah, I didn't know about them until I started using the internet and I was on like the cracked forums and uh, different uh, like things like that. And people would share like 
furry porn to make fun of furries. And so that was my introduction to furries. Uh, then I saw like uh, somebody did a video where they just like went to a fur convention, even though they weren't a furry. And it was at like a high school gymnasium. And he was like, these are the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. And since then, I've just kind of been very uh, neutral with the furry community. I hear about the uh, Nazis. I hear about the... Uh, you know, the grooming that goes on in some areas and things. But I think generally they seem like good people. And uh, I am actually I, I watched this really, really sweet documentary called The Fandom um, that I linked in the slideshow that's going to be in the description. Uh, but it was a really, really sweet sort of look at the history of furries. And so I just sort of want to run down some of the uh, history of furries as they laid it out in that documentary. Um, so they, um, start off by discussing anthropomorphic, um, animal imagery, uh, because for a lot of people that is like their first introduction into like, am I personally a furry? And so some examples they use are like talking animals in, in stories, um, mother goose, mother goose tales, um, ancient gods with like the head of an animal or whatever. Um, but the thing that furries really love is on the screen right now. I, I labeled it, uh, this, um, this lion human hybrid is a carving from 38,000 BCE. It's from 42,000 years ago or 40,000 years ago. Um, and it is a carving of what appears to be furry art on a mammoth. The tusk. first furry. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, one time, one of my um, friends who's a furry was telling me that the, uh, like the the that there was like furry communities for in like the eighties that like predate the internet and they were so like, that is what we were going to talk about. They have like mailing lists first. and stuff. Yes, and so it goes oh, back great. even farther than that. It goes back like thirty eight thousand years. <laughs> yes, no, that's, that's thirty eight thousand BC. Uh, 40, yeah, so forty thousand years. Wow, um, I can't believe they had furries all the way back then. You think yeah. they had trans people back then? Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like Anubis, the Minotaur, um, other animal-human hybrids go back thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And for a lot of furries, if you ask them, I mean, they view it as a, a, a an essential part of their identity or an essential way to express their identity. And so a lot of them will say that like the first instance of them realizing they were furries or Disney movies, especially uh, Aristocats and Robin Hood. Robin two. Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Robin Hood is a big one. <laughs> I did watch that day. preparation for this, by the way. You Good did. movie. The one I always hear about is like Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes as well. Yeah. Stuff like that. A lot of early animation was like that anthro sort of like that's that was I feel like a lot of early animation is like anthro characters and like. Even nowadays, I mean, a lot of animation is just a lot of anthro characters, it seems. Yes, and a lot of the people who make those anthro characters are secretly furries, uh, which is what I learned. <laughs> some of them not secretly, but some of them definitely are secretly because people... Uh, in this documentary, I saw people talk about how like they got fired from jobs at like Nickelodeon when they were seen at a furry convention. And it's a very... No uh, yeah, it's a very strange thing because 
because furry porn is the way that so many people interact with the furry community. Um, oh, yeah, the only way that, like, it comes up to, like, people who don't think about it is when there's, like, drama like this. Yeah, when there's like, Nazis or some weird yeah. porn thing. Yeah, and yeah. There <laughs> sure is a lot of weird porn in this community. I, I will be honest, my very first introduction to furries, I think, when I was younger, um, I'm, I'm not going to give the whole story because it's, it's, I feel like I, I don't, I just don't want to speak it. But I, if anyone knows the Hotel Pizza Furry Convention story, that was I my don't first. Know that one. <laughs> yeah, there's like videos on it. If, okay. if you really want to know, just look up the the, the furry convention pizza. Okay. I kind of think I remember seeing something about that. I can't remember what yeah. the actual details are though. But we don't have yeah. to. We don't have to. You know, <laughs> bring no, up I don't old want horrible yeah. things. Uh, but we got a new the, horrible thing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you guys really don't want to get because I know all about this. You guys really don't want to go into the pizza. Well, let's do the nice stuff <laughs> we, first. We let's can. do the nice <laughs> stuff first, and then we'll get to the pizza because I think it's important. <laughs> this documentary, you know, it, and a lot of the other stuff that I was researching, they they want it to they want to sort of acknowledge that yeah spending four thousand dollars on a fursuit because you secretly feel like you're a fennec fox is a weird thing to do and a lot of them <laughs> intrinsically understand that and they're just choosing to do it anyway and so i think that's the really nice thing about the fandom which is what they used to call it to each other the way that uh swingers call it the lifestyle uh they just call it the fandom uh, partially because, and I and I thought this was also really interesting. Um, what they do is generally public domain. There's no like specific copyright on making animals do human things, and so you get a lot of like really um, early furry stuff in the 70s this this whole uh thing started in like late 70s like 1978 and what they pointed out is that like you could go to an anime convention or you could go to a comic book convention or a star trek convention and there would be furries at all of these places selling anthropomorphic art of different kinds but it's not of specific characters and so nobody owns the idea of being a furry and so a lot of the community does tend to be queer um also largely a left-wing art movement in in sort of the the, the purest sense of its conception and and um and a free leftist queer art movement um i saw in that uh in something i read they said that the general population of the united states point zero point six percent of people are transgender but in the furry population it is about twelve and a half percent oh wow yeah <laughs> way um, higher than i thought but uh, yeah no i've i've always known that like that, that's why Nazi furs are so notable is it's such a left wing movement. Yes. And it's like pretty much every furry I know is like one of the most left wing people I know. So it's like it's that's why I feel like Nazi furs in particular are very notable is because like, what the fuck are they doing? Yes. <laughs> and I just want to point out some of these images I have here on the screen. So uh, three of them, this one on the bottom left, the Albedo comic and the Omaha comic. These all come from the same person, uh, Steve Galachi, I think is his last name. He sort of was the first one. So you see in this one on the, the right hand side, it says the first real issue on the cover. Um, 
he sort of brought a sexualized nature into furry art. Um, and there was always furry porn, but basically you would have to go to conventions and ask for the furs to draw it for you specifically, and they wouldn't display it. And um, one of the guys in the documentary, who's sort of a founder of the community, he he ran the first uh, conference, uh, which was the first... Uh, <laughs> Uh, That's the, a good name. Yeah, yeah, that rocks. Yeah, I, they and they don't use it anymore, which is a shame. Well, they sh they should. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's history to why they don't, but I think just based on the name, they should use it. Yeah, but a, a lot of those guys in the '70s had read these comic books here: Funny Animals, and Looney Tunes, and Buster Bunny, and some other ones. Uh, Funny Animals was the one that was really. Uh, uh, really popular with some of those guys who are early on in the community. And this comic book, Omaha, is an erotic comic book about a stripper who is like, it's basically like a sex in the city thing. Um, but this got a lot of attention in the 70s from like Marvel comics artists and other people because it is so strongly feminist and so explicitly sexual. This image that I put on here is actually the first page of the first issue. Um, so like she's fully nude in the first page. Um, yeah, it starts strong. <laughs> yeah. And she is having full penetrative sex in like the third page. So it's like very pornographic but it's also like it's about a woman who doesn't want to have a husband and i think she gets an abortion in one issue it's like very specifically feminist it was made by i believe two women i think they were lesbians i can't fully remember that one um, you just gave me a flashback to the zootopia abortion comic <laughs> thing, which i watched a i watched a video about it like a few weeks ago <laughs> Uh, apparently it was like a whole thing yeah zootopia i remember when zootopia came so, out that was like a whole furry awakening at that time <laughs> yes um oh shoot i was supposed to delete this these are some other early uh, comics voodie was a big one um havoc was another really big one havoc was made by a i think that was what made by a gay black guy there's a lot there were so many of them that they, like so many artists and stuff i just tried to highlight the ones that were more popular uh, from the 70s and 80s. Uh, oh, we get a little peek at the uh, background here for the first time. But these guys here, these are uh, the Prancing Skill Tear. These two old-looking gentlemen here are two of the original furries. They did the first conference, and they are a <laughs> gay couple, and they have been together since 1978. And... Um, in Garden Grove, California, they have like a collection of some of the earliest furry art, including the skill tear, which is this little weasel with antenna that uh, the one guy used to draw and the other one became a big fan. And then they started dating and they have been together since then. Um, That's so sweet. That's so wholesome. I hope I hope this whole uh, episode stays this wholesome. <laughs> yeah. This is so nice. I like, I like how you can say that when I can like. I don't know if this is intentional, but there's like a background and I can yeah, see Yeah, yeah, that's Nazi what I said. Yeah, the, the Nazi stuff is speaking yeah. through. <laughs> I know, I'm looking you know, straight at that right now. That's what I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be accused of of, uh, of saying that these two things are, are related. I don't think they are related. I'm just saying this is like the early days of the fandom and it spun out into something insanely popular, but it started as two gay guys driving around California uh, uh, trying to sell art. Uh, that is how the community sort of came together. A bunch of these furries, people just jerking off the pictures of animals with tits, <laughs> were like, wow, you guys all do this as well. And also, you want to see stories with the animals where they don't always show their tits? That's so cool. We could make this a thing. And they did. 
that's beautiful. And now their house is a little museum that you can like schedule to go like visit these guys and talk about furry fandom with them. And I think that's really cool. Um, Where in California is this? I'm in California. I could totally go. (laughs) Garden Grove. I don't know where that is. Outside of LA. Oh, okay. That's not too far. Yeah. No, that is beautiful, though. There's something really cool about, like, community building. And I, yeah. I, th- I think that's what, like, the crossover is really cool with, like, the queer community. Because a lot of queer community is, like, I don't, I don't know. There's just, it's it's nice. The queer community is, like, very strongly represented, even in mainstream furry <laughs> uh sort of, I, they had a word for it. I can't remember what they said. But when furry art sort of gets snuck into mainstream culture like Robin Hood on this slide I have also included <laughs> Fantastic Mr. Fox, Smokey the Bear, uh Rum Tum Tugger from the musical Cats. Y'all know how I feel about cats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're not a furry? Is uh, is is this not a, a thing for you? Did I say I wasn't a furry? You you I don't I think you said you weren't. Mm, okay. <laughs> you know, I have my own journey to go on. I was thinking about going to uh, Anthrocon is the biggest furry convention in the country, and it's next week in Pittsburgh. It's only like a five hour drive. Mm. I've thought about Maybe it. Maybe we'll see you there. <laughs> if I go to Anthrocon, <laughs> I'll definitely post about it. Um, yeah, you've got McGruff the Crime Dog. You've got Chitara from uh, Thundercats, uh, who was like, I think, shouted out as being like a, a explicitly lesbian character in the first draft of that show. Um, but yeah, there's like all sorts of older art. Um, that's how a lot of them found each other was just like through drawings of, um, Disney characters and things they were into. Um, this is the poster for conference zero, the first furry convention and down in the bottom in the middle there. I like how they started at zero. Yes. They, (laughs) it was, it was run by five guys and I think like 22 came. Uh, and that was like every furry in the country that could find each other. Person who named this was a programmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like the the overlap is so obvious, though. I oh, mean, yeah. Every, every furry you know is like definitely like a computer programmer. They have like <laughs> six figures. Like maybe, maybe not all, like, but a lot. Was it like one of the scientists that developed the COVID vaccine a furry or something? Yes. I remember something <laughs> <Yes>. about that <laughs> a, a while back. So you guys can see so we owe, here. we owe a lot to the furries you can see here too that there was a um a sort of open world turn-based rpg played through text on arpanet in the early 80s um furries were some of the first people on the internet um they uh yeah that's not surprising and they used it to create an open world open sourced uh rpg where they could all pretend to be their characters and hang out with each other it's like the first second life yes yeah if uh, yeah if you guys know what that is yeah yeah uh forgotten kingdoms was the name of it the last time it was text based up- metaverse the last time <laughs> we need to return the last time <laughs> forgotten kingdoms was updated was 2012 uh so it was it was going from like i'm actually surpri- surprised it went that long yeah from like 1989 until 2012 and down down there in the center uh that costume that looks like a bdsm bambi uh, that is from an anime convention in California in the late seventies. Um, it was an anime convention where they had the Saturday night masquerade and everybody got dressed up 
and um, they dressed up as like Star Wars characters and Star Trek characters and things like that. And then this person came up with their own homemade costume and did like a lap dance striptease in the fursuit and won first prize. And everybody was like, I want to buy a fursuit that looks kind of like that, but I have some <laughs> notes for my own fursuit. And this is like the very first documented case of a fursuit being worn to a convention. I didn't know we had like record of that. Yeah. Um, this is what I found so interesting because I was even in like the replies. I saw um, people didn't really seem aware of the fact that the furries had like furries themselves didn't seem aware of the fact that their community had such uh, deep history. Uh, but now we got some more modern characters here that the furries identify with. That new movie, Bad Guys, that one was a big deal for them. Uh, of course, the Goofy movie and Zootopia are a big deal. The Sonic characters, especially Rogue the Bat. You can't look at Rogue the Bat and tell me that they didn't know what they were doing there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everyone's. I feel like everyone's kind of familiar with like DeviantArt Sonic days. Like everyone, yeah. everyone knows about that, I feel like. Yeah, but I mean Lola Bunny too. Th there's that there's that old meme of um, like Google your name plus the hedgehog to see like what you're <laughs> to find like your your Sonic Sona. I forgot about that. I need to do that. It's been so I, long like, since I've done there's that. There's a lot of I I haven't done that since I transitioned, so I gotta like find like the the new the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't done that either. Oh, wax doing it. Oh hell yeah! Oh, you're a okay, wizard, my, June. Oh, mine goes kind of hard. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 cool with that. That goes. That's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna do Caleb too. Just to no, punish him. you don't. Uh... No, we need to. We need to. Hell yeah, Caleb! <laughs> oh, you're, you're like Super edgy. Saiyan or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, no, because like no, you have like brown hair and yellow hair. So... I like the one that looks <laughs> like Tails and is also gay fetish art. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah, one. Caleb, Caleb that was is either an edgy guy or buff guy. Here, I'll do mine with my real name just so we can. <laughs> oh yeah, I got a little poncho and some flaming is it, is hands. It, is, it, is it doxing if I describe this? Because then people could like find it. Uh, here, no, describe, I, I, like, describe this. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I will. I, God I, I damn will it! Why are the feet so big? <laughs> yeah, whoever made this uh, clearly has a foot. A foot thing was Quentin Tarantino draw this bullshit? <laughs> it's a green Sonic the Hedgehog with green eyes and comically large human-like feet. That's how I would describe it. And there's multiple too. It's not just yeah. one. <laughs> oh yeah, they did a few. This person, uh, they really yeah. like the green hedgehog. They're getting better as time goes on. Oh, there's a Sonichu one too down there. Oh lord. Oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> oh yes. All right, oh, all right, God. all right. But eyes on the price. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I also uh, I'm leaving Shigo and Danny Phantom in with the furries. Um, when we yeah, share, who the, are they? Uh, why, why are they furries? I don't get that one. <laughs> You ask. I also don't ask a furry. Ask a furry how they feel about Shigo and or Danny Phantom. Like and I, I mean, I know they're popular characters online. I didn't know that they I, had there's any particular There's a lot of crossover. The there's a lot okay. of crossover. There are Danny Phantom fur inspired fur suits. Uh, there are Shigo inspired okay. fur suits. Um, and I don't respect that. They're not animals. <laughs> <laughs> You're Danny yeah, Phantom like, for Soda. Do you, see, is not valid. do you see what I'm doing? Do you, do you see how easy this was and how many? The Danny okay. Phantom Red Panda, okay. the Danny Phantom a cat. Unicorn. <clears throat> In the show, he's just a boy. 
<laughs> so this is this is just outside of the show. It's not because of the show. It's just people. These in are the, just in fans. The these really are just fans. These characters. That, yeah. Okay. Okay. Shigo uh, okay. and Danny Phantom are very big in the furry community, and especially Shigo in the furry lesbian community. But um, yeah. Mm. The furries are also very aware that they have a couple of problems in the community. Uh, mm. One of those problems is grooming and pedophilia. Uh, uh, another one oh of boy. those Big problems one. is Nazis. Um, and another one of those problems is violent pornography. And I will say about the porn first. Uh, one of those two nice gentlemen who founded the furry community uh, what he said was there is sex in the furry community because there are human beings in the furry community. And there isn't really an art form that hasn't been used to sexual ends at some at any point in human history, which I think is a very yeah. fair point. Um, very valid. Very valid. He says, but we they do not fuck with the Nazis at all. Um, yeah. And so Nazi furs fuck off is a very commonly... Uh, uh, shared thing uh you aren't even allowed to wear armbands over your fursuit at most conventions um and because of that nazis in the furry community have been sort of forced to make their own carve out for the um oh, to share their art um, oh, no. so here's a couple of of far right like, how does that even work do you like do you, how, how are you be how do you be racist to like like a purple fox or whatever like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah wait what's the aryan race of the, like what the yeah what is the, the what is the world what is the furry master race like what I, animal? Think, I think if there is an answer to it i don't have that answer but caleb will i like this little animation <laughs> one here the there's a lot of wolves is, is it like a wolf master race is that what the Nazis? I guess so. Yeah. But this guy's not really a wolf. Yeah, that's not a wolf. So I don't. And I don't we got know. the Confederate one too. Um, oh my <laughs> god! And that one's a goat. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I'm expecting consistency, but <laughs> like I really shouldn't. So, we recently became aware of some d drama in the Nazi fur community. So this will be the last slide that I share with y'all before Caleb takes over here. Uh, but this is a uh, Tumblr post um, <laughs> from Evil Mario 666 and it reads, Prominent anti-porn, homophobic, conservative Christian furry and former flip note animator, Peace Wolf, manager of the Heaven Convention for Nazi fur group, the furry raiders known as free for all has left her anti-porn homophobic christian furry husband and children to be in a polycule with infamous fascist furry porn art artists jason Aphex and kabir now both conservative christian furries and leftist furries on twitter are united in their hatred for the fallen flipnote animator in case you oh. didn't know Pretty cool sentence, guys. When you say flipnote animator, is that like an app, or do they mean like literal flipnote animations? Hmm. I don't. I don't know what flipnote is. Because it was. It was. It was. It was capitalized. So I think. I assume it's some app. Yeah, I think it's the DS app that oh, came out like in twenty. Okay. Like when when the DS launched. Yeah. Okay. I and didn't I know there were prominent the animations 3DS. for that. 
Yeah, no, animation on, on the DS with flip notes was huge back in the day. That's actually where okay. a lot of, uh, well, okay, maybe I'm overgeneralizing, but a lot of people started <laughs> animating as kids. Like, like I had a, I had a DS as a kid, but I don't, I didn't, I, didn't, I don't know that somehow I missed, I missed Juniper, all that. did you animate as a child on a DS? I, no, you, you overestimate my skill. <laughs> I'm not good enough to do that stuff. No, I just, I just admired a lot of flip note animation as a, as a, as a kid. So Caleb, um, what is going on here? So before we uh, get into what is going on here, um, I wanted to just quickly note that, yes, I did spend a decent amount of time going into this. Yes, WAC did spend a decent amount of time going into this. Um, the very important thing that you need to take away from this, especially because I know we do have some furries that listen to this show. Um, I know that you know more about this than me. I understand that. Don't email me about it. <laughs> I just need to make that crystal clear. Um, we did hire a, an actual furry to do research for this episode, um, which came in very handy. Uh, Cedrus Corvid, who uh, we will be shouting out in the show notes. Thank you. Um, shouts out to you. Shouts out to you for sure. But just know that um, we're going to miss some things. We're not going to get into the super deep lore. You know all the ancillary characters of of the Nazi cur- fur cons and all these things. Um we're not going to get into all that. So this is really just kind of a, maybe a survey of the drama surrounding a, um, a, a woman named Peace Wolf and her very messy and public divorce. Yes. So. And I will, just to add to that, um, because I did get a lot of messages about um, the VTuber episode. I just want to say the same thing I said before. There really aren't that many furries in the world. There's a lot of people who maybe don't know all this stuff about furries. So, you know, like mm-hmm. we we aren't we have none of us have Well, there's such to be a fanatic experts. fan group too. I know. Like, I mean, not, I'm not saying that as like a, as a pejorative. Like they just like when you meet a fur there's no like you're not half a fucking furry. If you're a furry, you're a fucking furry. It's like your whole identity, right? Or a substantial portion of it, at least online. So like to you, this is like you're breathing air. But for people that aren't in this community, you need to understand, we could talk about this. I watched like an hour and a half of background on one of these videos, and it was like, holy shit. And that guy even multiple times like, I'm just scratching the surface. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to kill myself. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like this is more for, I guess, geared towards the normies. So we're talking stupidly about people that have been in this community for years that are like notable figures. Um, so, you know, again, for the furries, thank you. We love you, but you may find this next portion of the episode. uh, (laughs) We'll leave you wanting more, not less. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. What we'll say is we're allies. We're allies to the furry community. We just spent so much time making sure, making sure that you, and I'll say this too. I saw somebody post an image of a pine marten. That is the kind of weasel that the skill tear (laughs) is. Somebody posted uh, like a rodent every hour type of uh, account, posted an image of a pine marten. And I saw a furry quote tweet it and be like, how did I not know about this animal? And it's like, (laughs) bro, that's the first furry animal ever ever was the pine martin <laughs> so you know hopefully you got to learn a little something before we attack <laughs> the yeah the people in your community who deserve to be attacked i think that covers it yeah okay um so that is where we will cut off part one uh just a little uh uh 
primer on what's going on uh, generally with who furries are and what 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 is the deal with their community. We're going to talk a lot more about a specific situation with Peace Wolf behind the paywall. You can join us patreon.com slash western kabuki. You can follow me at Wack Nicholson at Juniper, J-U-N-L-P-E-R, and Caleb at The Bird Respector. Uh, Jenny, what do you got going on? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at uh, at Halomancer1. Uh, and uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not really. Oh yeah, and if you have if you're on Blue Sky, uh, uh, it's it's it, it's in my pin tweet. You'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, and I don't remember the Blue Sky handle. <laughs> is it is it? It's Halo fine. It's complicated. One? Yeah, they're annoying with the dots and the so forth. But yes, yeah. uh, you can find us all there on Blue Sky. Um, and uh, we'll see you behind the paywall uh, where we uh, really make fun of some Nazis. <laughs>